drinking, so I really don't want to quit. How can I be sure I won't become an alcoholic? That question comes from a listener who likes to drink. All of us were hungover eating pancakes at IHOP, looking at each other like, did that shit really happen? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Here's another one with people just taking off their clothes. Getting naked. Major swinger esque vibe. How are you feeling? Guy's anus explodes. That is such a bad idea. Shoot a bottle rocket out of his ass at a 4th of July party. Here we go again with the throw up story. There's plenty of bodily functions in all of these stories, so if you're squeamish. My dreams. The shit spewing up to the ceiling and then forcing his pants down off the ceiling is what got me. Hi guys, welcome to the Christmas holiday episode of The Hangover Diaries, your sobriety thing. thing. I episode am... 7. Yay! Episode 7. We're almost at 10. Almost. <laughs> My name is Robin, your co-host. And I'm Jamie, And other co-host. Yep, we are here to make you guys laugh this week. I'm going to tell you about some drunk idiots. Doing stupid shit on holiday. Mm-hmm. Holiday parties yeah, and shit like they're that. they're all going to be Christmas themed. It'll be fun and festive. Very festive. Okay. All right, you want to start? Oh, sure. I have, uh, I guess I'm going to start with a list of bad Santas. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> all right. Last year, a drunk man dressed as Santa had the cops called on him when he was refused a free ride on a, quote, ride the ducks boat in Seattle. Tried to sneak onto the boat and ended up tearing down a string of lights on the side (laughs) of the boat. In the end, officers reported the incident and released Santa. By the way, this happened at 6.30 p.m. (laughs) Classy Santa. Classy. Another drunk Santa caused a different scene outside a mall. When he puked, face-planted, tried to ride away on a bike, face-planted again, argued with a cop for over a minute, was handcuffed, and eventually taken away. And the whole thing was caught on video. <laughs> there was a link, but it went to nothing. So Aww. I've learned not to even try to click in on those links. They go nowhere. Oh, God. Now they're watching you. <laughs> JK, JK. There's another one. At least, uh, or wait. At least neither of the aforementioned drunk Santas. Am I drunk? I can't talk. I'm just kidding. I'm not. They they weren't mall Santas. All right. So the last ones weren't mall Santas. This one, in 2011, a 73-year-old mall Santa was arrested for public intoxication at the Cornwall Center of, let's watch me pronounce this, (laughs) Saskatchewan. Wait. Saskatchewan, Canada. Wait, I feel like Saskatchewan. Sas- Saskatchewan. Yeah, I feel like that would be quick. Okay, but anyway, whatever. I probably cool. butchered that. When Sorry. other mall employees noticed that he was slurring his speech and stumbling, which I feel like I've thought about it, and I feel like that has to be really common with. Oh yeah. Singers. I mean, what? I mean, they. It's a really easy job. It sucks. And it's and usually you cold. Deal with a bunch of kids. Well, you're in a mall. Cold. Not necessarily the mall ones, but I mean anyone dressed up as Santa. I just mean they're probably higher dressed. Bell ringers and shit. Well, I mean, not all of them. Some of them probably genuinely enjoy doing it, but I'm saying a lot of them are probably stoned or 
have a little bit. Actually, Laura just told me that when she took her baby that um, she heard the, like, lady who was taking the pictures say to Santa, did you want some of your special whatever, like, your special drink or whatever it was? And he was like, yes, please. So she was like, (laughs) but she witnessed that. So it's got to be pretty common. Um, I got a couple more. The same year, police in Berlin reported a man dressed as Santa was offering people shots of alcohol <laughs> in a paper cup at a, lo- at a local Christmas market. One 15-year-old girl accepted, immediately started puking, and was rushed to the hospital where the blood test showed the drink had been dosed. Oh, God. Eight others experienced similar incidents. That's so fucked up. Like, what makes you decide to go do something like that? I don't know. Somebody who's really messed up in the head. All right, and then Massachusetts Mall Santa Herbert Jones, 62, was arrested. <laughs> Wait, well, you like the name? Yes. <laughs> Herbert Jones. It's the guy from Family Guy, the, the old guy who's always trying to get Chris. <laughs> Is that his name? I don't know. I think oh. it's Herbert or something like that. Oh. Um, well, Herbert <laughs> Jones was arrested on assault and battery last year after pinching an 18-year-old's an 18-year-old elf's butt. Oh my god, when, it is! <laughs> when it cops is. questioned him, Jones claimed, I did not touch that woman. Very Bill Clinton-y. <laughs> A judge ordered Jones not to dress up as Santa anymore that holiday season. <laughs> I, that one didn't say he was drunk, I just assumed. Yeah. <laughs> or either way, it was good. Yikes. Those are my bad Santas. Okay, well, I liked it. That was funny. (laughs) Okay, so this one is one of many um, office holiday party. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of those. Fiasco. Okay. All right. It was the first holiday party my office had hosted in many years. Naturally, many employees were eager to take advantage and enjoy the well-earned libations. I was tentative at first, but joined the fray once I saw that the upper management was fully committed to the good time i.e. getting completely hammered. I quickly caught up to the pack, thoroughly enjoying myself and telling many stories. Unfortunately, I got a little too caught up in the moment and, at the climax of a particular story, swung my arms in the air for emphasis. As I did, my hand hit the bottom of a beer bottle just as my colleague put put it to her lips, causing her to hit herself. After the initial shock had worn off and she cleaned up the spilled beer on her beer on her clothes she turned to me to tell me she was okay and if i wasn't feeling bad enough my guilt skyrocketed as she spoke i noticed that her front tooth had broken as a result of the bottle hitting her face (laughs) it wasn't completely knocked out but it was chipped well enough to be unmistakable you do walk away and just like must happen some other time i have to say she took it like a fucking champ she and this, this person says, I felt com- completely horrible and informed her of what happened. She ran to the bathroom to confirm. To her credit, she was slightly embarrassed when she returned, but stayed at the party and went out of her way to tell me it was no big deal. Oh, well, I know, nice. right? Well, she was probably pretty drunk and didn't care, and then the next day she was Well, and it also upset. seems like she was just a really nice person. Hopefully. Regardless, I still felt like a jerk the rest of the night. A few days later, she went to the dentist and had the tooth fixed, and it was a relief that no permanent damage had occurred. That's but good. I won't be <laughs> telling any more stories at holiday parties for a while. So everything <laughs> or at ended least just fine. Like rain in the 
Right in the um, speaking with your arms. I'm really bad about that. Oh, my <laughs> Me God. Too. I will, like, no matter what, especially if I'm nervous, I will, like, do all this hand the gesturing. Because I guess I'm hoping yeah. they, like, are paying attention to my hands instead, instead of, of what I'm saying. <laughs> which they probably are. Because they're probably, like, that's so what, distracted. That's what it. our listeners, they're, they're focused works. on your hands instead of what you're saying. <laughs> Well, notice, since no one's watching me, I have my hands completely still. Uh, well, I am, like, sitting here, like, grinding them, but that's actually just because that's what I do, and I'm actually a little bit cold. Explain to the listeners, what is grinding your hands? I don't know. I have, JK, JK. I have them interlocked, <laughs> and I'm sitting here, like, sitting and, like, balled up with my shoulders all tense, too. <laughs> And I'm just, like, moving my hands back and forth. I don't know. I do that a lot. People will ask me, are you cold? And I'll be like, no. And then I'll, like, I realize I need to relax everything. Like, every muscle in my body is just, like, and I'm not even, like, nothing. I am not nervous. I'm not, like, I I am a little bit cold, though. Will you grab my jacket for me? Yeah, I will. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think you can reach that? I did. I hear the bed squeak. Thank you. Okay. So I've got Sorry. another. I've got a. I've got a short one that's actually. It's pretty funny. Okay. Cracks me up. It's 1995. So a little. A little back in the day. <laughs> a little. That, that seems like. You know, we always want to say it. You know, it was like five, ten years ago. It's like, right. No. Yeah. A little more than that. I was only six. So. Yeah, I was one. <laughs> anyway. That, that shows you Now guys. people can do the math and see how old they are. <laughs> I'll just do it for you. I'm 30. <laughs> and I'm a baby. So, yeah. And I'm a baby. <laughs> There's, mm. It's 1995. There's an open bar at my company party. I'm on the dance floor doing the moves to Madonna's Vogue. <laughs> oh, yeah. 95 for a second. I was like, no. I forgot what year it was. I, <laughs> I slipped. We well, have time traveled. Fell into the table where the CEO was sitting and completely upended the table. Food and drinks flew everywhere, and my butt was in the air with my dress up and oh. my <laughs> and my undies showing. I hope she wore some that covered. Actually, needless to say, there was no more open bar at parties after that. <laughs> she ruined it. <laughs> How would you? Oh man, that would suck to be the person that ruined it. Yeah, it everyone else would and be they like. Know. You yeah. know everybody knows, too. Yeah. Okay. I've got one. All right. I worked as a maintenance facilities man for a large school and foster home for troubled children. I showed up at the work Christmas party that was hosted by the uh, program's nurse. Social anxiety troubled me a lot back then, so before I even knocked on the door, I drank eight nips of vodka. <laughs> Oh, I yeah, this is a good one. Within 20 minutes of being there, I fell down a full flight of stairs and crashed through their screen door. This happened in front of about 20 coworkers, including the program's administration and my immediate supervisors. After apologizing and slurring profusely, I told everyone that my ride was out front to pick me up. I hid in the bushes down the street until my significant other picked me up two hours later. <laughs> just like, <laughs> cracked out. He's like... He just, like, fucking bails out. He's like, oh, my ride's here. And he hides in a bush. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Like, let me just wait here because, man. That's, that's so embarrassing. embarrassing. Yeah. Most of these are really embarrassing, any of the holiday party ones. Because, man, that is the worst time. Like, 
Luckily, like the ones I would go to and um, when I worked in construction, we all just kind of got, you know, it's a pretty rough crowd, so it was never a big deal to get really drunk, but also never did anything stupid, so I was a little too aware of that because actually, you know, like the big bosses didn't get drunk, but you know, all the other workers, uh, we all would uh, hide in the back and pass around bottles of like Tim Beam or whatever mm. or wild turkey that just kind of made my stomach turn a little bit really <laughs> all right so here's one my mom works for a prestigious dentist in a big city a gentleman who works there frequently takes the entire office on cruises and tropical vacations so needless to say the holiday parties are lit however it's my own mother who is known for getting hammered <laughs> Getting on tops of tables and doing what has been described by several co-workers to me as, quote, the Elaine dance, end quote. Oh, God. <laughs> if you aren't a Seinfeld fan, Google that and have a chuckle imagining a 50-year-old woman doing that on top of a table in That's front of her awesome. boss. She probably doesn't get drunk very often or did it. So <laughs> it does, yeah. Because those are the kind of people that, like, are pretty normal and then, like, they have a few drinks and... They're like like the funnest person at the party. Since that was a short one, I have another short one. Okay. I work at a fairly large firm, or excuse me, a fairly large law firm. And at our last holiday party, my coworker's boyfriend had a little too much to drink. He told everyone, literally everyone, including all of the firm partners, about her explosive diarrhea in graphic detail. Oh. He was a Marine and had compared her her bathroom to the toilet trenches of war-torn Afghanistan. <laughs> oh my god, that's a, good ex- that's a really good description. That's terrible. That's hilarious. That is so funny. <laughs> I would be so pissed. Right. Everybody was laughing about that woman. Oh man. Okay. I have a Christmas party one. This is actually, they are not anonymous, Maggie, an accountant executive at a supply company. She says, my first Christmas party out of a college took place at a big bowling venue in the city. And my entire office left work at 3.30 p.m. on a Friday to get the party started. I was a bit hesitant to take advantage of the open bar at first. As I was only 22 and just two months on into the job. Yeah, I would be leery as well. But as soon as we arrived, my boss started throwing back drinks. And my co-worker, who was 10 years older and a bodybuilder on the side, asked me to do a shot, first shot challenge with him. So I figured I'd go all in, since everyone else was too. Let's just say I don't remember anything about the night except ducking under one of the high top bowling tables to throw out my tequila shots. And the next thing I knew... People get so creative and like, hiding their puke. Except for the people that puke and then put it back in their mouth. The next thing I knew, it was morning and I was lying fully clothed on my futon in my apartment. My roommates woke up and assumed, or assured me that yes, my nightmare was a reality. Apparently, two of my older co-workers, one being the bodybuilder guy, had brought me home in a cab, knocked on my door, passed me off to my roommates with a brief explanation of my current state, and promptly left. I was humiliated and spent the entire weekend in a state of panic, convinced I was getting fired on Monday morning. But when I got into work, nothing serious happened. Instead, my close work friends took great pleasure in recapping my idiocy, the highlight being the fact that I tried to kiss not one, 
not two, but three of my coworkers in public. That is super embarrassing. Yep. At the end of the day, the CFO on of my company, who was more into practical jokes than making sure our company was financially stable, approached me with a huge grin on his face and said, Hey, seems like you had a lot of fun at the party. Can't wait to see what happens next year. Apparently, the only one worried about my bad behavior was me. Which makes sense. Because, well, first of all, trying to make out with your coworkers is not a great way... Or a great thing to do, a great way to, like, mm-hmm. um, what am I trying to say, represent yourself? <laughs> yeah, that's never a good idea. It's a little slutty. But, then again, maybe you'll get treated well because guys think you'll sleep with them, so, hey, maybe it worked out. I'm not one to slut shame. Right. You go for it. <laughs> you go be a hoe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in front of all your coworkers to be, you know, there's a lot of talk, I guess, if you don't care, which I probably wouldn't. You got one to go? Uh, yeah, no, I do. Okay. On good years, we had extravagant holiday parties, but the very best party came during a lean year. A downtrodden-looking Santa was working the crowd, handing out drink chits. Alvin drink what? Drink chits. So, oh, like, yeah. basically, it's it's a thing you write down, keep track of people's oh. drinks on. Oh, I thought it was, I thought I always thought it said chips. Chit. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I always thought you had drink chips. Like, they actually gave you chips and you had well, to hand them to the bartender. I mean, they probably have things like that, too, but oh. it, I think it's kind of like the same idea, you mm. know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Alvin and the three chipmunks, supplied by a clueless DJ, were discouraging the dancers. <laughs> Without warning, the Santa resplendent with handmade tattoos, stripped down to a dirty jock strap, leapt onto a table and began bumping and gross. grinding to the tunes coming out of a gross, tiny gross, gross. out of a tiny tape recorder near his feet. <laughs> we were slack jawed and the room fell silent. The morning after the Santa show, my boss called all of the usual suspects into his office. <laughs> None confessed to the crime of tastelessness. Turns out some newly hired low-level assistant got stuck with planning the not-very-grand party. And when the party house manager offered to throw in a naked Santa for $50, it seemed like a good idea. Friends and I still talk about the naked Santa. A truly genuine surprise is the best gift of all. (laughs) Well, I'll go then. A few years ago, I was at my girlfriend's family's home in Edinburgh. I'd flown down for my first Christmas with them. We were having a few drinks in the evening, and one of her aunties accidentally set fire to a napkin in the living room. <laughs> in my Oops. infinite wisdom, I decided to blow it out, which of course made the fire much worse. <laughs> Suddenly, my hand was basically on fire. I thought I should run outside and throw the flaming napkin. I run towards the front door in a panic and throw it out, but a gust of wind catches it and blows it back in onto the dog's head. (laughs) So now the dog's on fire. Her little cousins run in to find the dog on fire and me hitting it, trying to put the fire out. Could you imagine? (laughs) These kids are like, what an asshole! What is he doing to our dog? (laughs) The children start crying and I'm laughing hysterically because I'm quite drunk. (laughs) And I can't believe how bad everything suddenly got. (laughs) The dog was fine, and I ended up marrying my girlfriend, so it all ended well. Jeez. <laughs> that sounds like something out of, like, um, Meet the Parents or whatever. Yeah. 
Definitely. Well, yeah, because he fucking burns their <laughs> the gazebo whole, down. Oh, my God, that beautiful that wooden space. gazebo. Yeah, that Owen Wilson, like, was, like, basically Jesus. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen hilarious. that in a long time, but I've seen it so many times. Oh, that movie is hilarious. It really is. Really... That whole series. Every one of mm-hmm. them are so good. I'm not as big of a fan as the second one, but I like it a lot. I think it's just because the first one was such a classic. I just, I love Robert De Niro. I do too. So much. Ben Stiller, um, He's on pretty and funny. off about. Yeah, like, me too. Exactly. I'm the same way with Will Ferrell, and most people hate me for saying that, but I'm very no, hit and miss with Will Ferrell. He can be really overly dumb. Yeah. Sometimes. It's just like, it's sometimes it's just so much but, it's not uh, but enjoyable. But of course fucking hilarious. Oh, yes. Yes. But, yeah, there are times. It's just like Adam Sandler. I grew up See? watching all the movies, absolutely love him. Now... There are some movies where I'm like, man, are you doing, like, are you doing this to be, like, ironic and that's actually funny? Or do you really think this is funny right now? Because it's like, (laughs) he needs to change his humor because he's still trying to be that Billy Madison guy. Yeah. And it's not working for him anymore. Yeah. (laughs) I did see that he's coming out with a movie where he's playing a really serious character. I actually want to see that. Me too. He he looks good as a serious character because he does look like kind of like a scary scumbag. Yeah, I thought you it was know? him and someone else. Yeah, I don't remember, but it was anyway, other good yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And that just turned into a movie podcast. Right? <laughs> Let's shout out um, our friend. Oh, yeah. Know Your Cinema. Yes. That is a, it's a, if you love movie uh, podcasts, it's yes. a really good one. I, right. I really enjoy it. They're funny, too. They're yeah. funny guys. They just are... Our um, friend their Jason chemistry, Quinn. Yeah, we on episode two... We interviewed him. Um, yes, their awesome. chemistry, the guy, those guys, they're funny. They're just like their back and forth is great. So, anyway, check that out if you. Yes, absolutely. Are, if you like your movie, if you're a movie buff, okay. but if you are, you might not be one of our listeners. <laughs> they're probably none of them. Are, I hope. Well, I don't want to talk bad about our listeners. I'm gonna say there's. Never mind. I'm gonna stop right yeah, there. Yeah. All right. For my first <laughs> job out of college, I worked in the business department of a big banking company. As part of the job, all of the newbies had to go through an intensive two-month training program from November through December, after which we were totally, or excuse me, <laughs> after which we were officially on the payroll. Our training ended on the Friday of the big office holiday party, which was at a downtown bar, and we were to start our real jobs on Monday. So the party kind of morphed into an end-of-training celebration, too. I took it easy on the drinks, since this was our first real corporate party. I feel a lot, a lot of people say that in these stories, and then they end up getting really drunk. <laughs> it's like how I That's, feel I about I... the, like, it wasn't me, right. but... <laughs> I actually believe it when they say that, because... Sometimes. Only the, sometimes. Because they were the ones that witnessed it, and they're talking about someone who was really drunk, so... I don't know. Anyway, carry on. Anyway. I took it easy on the drinks since this was our first real corporate party and we haven't even started our actual jobs yet. But one of my coworker, or excuse me, one of my co-trainees did just the opposite. He started slinging back rum and cokes, ended up getting so drunk that he did one of those "I'm too sexy for my shirt" strip dances in front of the whole entire crowd. By the end of his dance, he had ripped off his professional button down and was standing on a table in the middle of the bar. In only his nice pants and ratty wife beater undershirt. A couple minutes later, one of the bartenders dragged him outside where four cops were waiting for him. He didn't get arrested, but they talked to him for quite a while, and he was not allowed back in the bar. 
Shockingly, he did not lose his job, only his dignity. <laughs> he actually still works at the bank to this day and still gets made fun of for his seasonal strip tease. I'm going to say I've gone. Unless you do. Unless, I mean, unless yeah, you're wanting I, to. Yeah. At a karaoke holiday party, my friend flung up his hand celebrating my husband's rendition of Melissa Etheridge, Come to My Window. Oh, I love that song, actually. <laughs> Especially <laughs> drunk. Come to my window. I'll be home soon. Right. Unfortunately, <laughs> as the hands went up, I ran full force into them, and my glasses were broken by mm. these absurd metal Christmas light rings he was wearing for the occasion. Oh, fuck. The broken glasses cut into my face. Oh, no. <laughs> the swelling wasn't so bad, but I had two black eyes for a whole week while everything healed. On top of it, my mom was pissed because my face messed up the holiday photos. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely run into things with my glasses. They never broken, but it hurts. Man, it so it right must have the... been a, like a pretty forceful, just like. Yeah. Well, I hit it just right or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's start. Once my boss challenged me to a shot contest at the start of the night. Uh, I blacked out shortly thereafter, but when I came into work the next day, I'd received the new nickname of Steak Pants. I never asked what I did to get this nickname. I really don't want to know. <laughs> steak Pants. Oh, God. <laughs> that was just a really short one. I thought was funny. Yeah, that was good. I gotta tell another one. After rolling into the office the morning following my company holiday party, I received the company-wide email blast providing a link to the photo booth gallery. After scrolling through several hours of tame photos, I discovered a series of 25 pictures showing my boss in a progressing state of undress <laughs> while hooking up with a colleague from a different department. The gallery was removed from public access within the hour. The booth photo subjects... Uh, we're s sent to HR. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. I've got, like, uh, a short little, me. like, a few. Sorry. Um, short. No, no. I didn't even think. I don't care. Burps. And if the listeners care, that's too bad. I didn't even think about it. I forget <laughs> it's recording. Um, just, a, like, a few short little, like, snippets. Okay. All right. And this is, like... Christmas parties, a bunch of different like work Christmas parties that just didn't go well. <laughs> All right. So one, the poor CEO whose wife turned up sazzled, fell off a chair, ranted at anyone who tried to help her, and then had to be carried to bed in front of all of the clients. Two, the poor soul who fell asleep in a toilet cubicle, then woke up to find that the entire restaurant was empty and he was locked in. Three, the PA, who, at a karaoke party, grabbed the mic and went on a ten-minute rant about how she had been sleeping with the boss and was sick of lying to his wife, who stood oh, watching man. from the bar. That's the best one. Four, the employee who'd had enough, so called himself an ambulance for being too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you call an Uber, dude. It's a lot cheaper. No, I think he was, like, worried about his health. Like, he oh, thought he was, like... okay. I thought he was, like, I'm so drunk. I, mean, like, I know not a ride, but still, like, yeah. it's just... I don't Five. Know. The manager who pinched everyone else's alcoholic beverage tokens 
so like you were saying yeah, earlier, okay. tokens, and got so drunk, he proceeded to perform Lord of the Dance, which I don't know what the fuck that is, but really? it's probably really funny. Yeah, it's like the, I'm pretty positive it's that, uh, like, tap dancing, huh. like a bunch of, that. like, I, I, I'm trying to do it with my hands right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll show you later. <laughs> Six. The poor employee who decided that attempting <laughs> to give her boss a strip tease was a good idea. <clears throat> yeah, that's not. No. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe mm. she got a promotion. Didn't say. Didn't. Didn't. Doesn't say. <laughs> Probably not. Probably the other way. Number seven. The naughty em- on the boss. The naughty employees who were caught getting intimate in the boss's car. Don't ask me how they got in there. Number eight. The employee who tried to photocopy his bum. <laughs> I like I like when people say bum, bum instead of butt. Yeah. Tried to photocopy his bum, but managed to smash the glass in the process. He ended up in a hospital with shards of glass sticking out of his rear end. Set. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I in? Seven. Nine. Nine. Wow. The employee who attempted to do the pulling the tablecloth from beneath the glasses trick, but ended up smashing all of them and <laughs> spraying all. wine all over everyone. Great idea. Ten. The poor director... You probably practice that before you <laughs> try to impress people with it. Agreed. Agreed. Ten. The poor director who made a big show of proposing to his girlfriend in front of everyone. She said no and confessed that she'd been having a long affair with his co-director for six months. Yikes. And 11, the love-struck employee who serenaded his office crush. Unfortunately, her boyfriend, who was present, didn't take it very well. A fight <laughs> erupted, and both ended in cells for the night. Oh, shit. Yep. Oops. Terry Springer. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, one that snuck in there Thanksgiving because I didn't want to wait a whole year, so I figured it was close enough. It's holiday. Yes. Um... So at my grandpa's farm, my grandfather and uncle convinced my brother and cousin that all the men had brands. Fast forward a half dozen beers to a red hot cattle brand in the fire. After my brother and cousin drop trow and turn around, my uncle pulls out a cold brand and places it on their asses. <gasps> it was cold. Oh, he tricked yeah. them. I came outside to wonder why my brother was howling about just a regular Canadian Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's awesome. I guess, yeah, I didn't even realize it's like cold verse, but that's still funny. That is good. It does seem like good old fashioned, like family fun. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I'm going to do another one since I was so short. That's a short too. First time I hosted Christmas at my house, I completely ruined the Christmas pudding. I put it on to simmer as we all sat down to eat lunch. Unfortunately, I got a bit drunk and totally forgot about it. The plastic container melted to the bottom of the pan. It was my dad's favorite part of Christmas lunch, and I knew he was gutted. Even though he pretended he didn't care, we shared a Toblerone for dessert. Aww. <laughs> Learn the Christmas pudding. <laughs> <laughs> When I was in college, I worked at a chain grocery store. We all partied together all the time. Switching partners like exchanging, excuse me, switching partners was like exchanging friendship bracelets in second grade. I had been crushing on an assistant manager who had a girlfriend for a while. For our Christmas party, they bust us all out to a gorgeous lodge. I then got very drunk and was hypnotized as part of a show. 
while hip- hypnotized, I was made to believe that my underwear were shrinking. I removed my bra while keeping my sweater on and proceeded to throw it in front of all of my bosses and coworkers. Why Half- would the hypnotist do that? I don't know. Half a bottle of vodka later, I was busted making out with my assistant manager crush in a janitor's closet while I was sitting in the sink topless. Wow. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I have a stoner one. Ooh. Stoner I like. aunt. I like it. Uh, my family reenacts the nativity while my aunt tells the story every year on Christmas Eve. One year, my aunt kept talking about how Jesus did things the same way Tim Tebow does. After she finished the story, she explains that she wasn't able to speak very well because she had a, quote-unquote, severe case of dry mouth. My siblings and I still talk about the birth of Tim Tebow on Christmas (laughs) every year. (laughs) You know who Tim Tebow is, right? Oh, okay, the football player. And, um, so that's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds really random. She must have been really high. (laughs) Must have been. (laughs) I realized once I said it, I was like, I don't think you know who Tim Tebow is. <laughs> I feel like he was the birth of Baby, memes. remember? What? Baby over here, remember? Oh, yeah. Well, that doesn't... I don't think that matters. Also, I mean... Well, I only know. I feel like the first... Okay, at least the first time I ever heard of a meme, it was the Tim Tebow takes a knee. Like, it was like him to... And I did not understand what a fucking meme was. Like, someone was trying to explain it to me. And I'm like, I don't get it, though. But they were stupid back then, too. They weren't, like, evolved yet. Ah. And for some reason, I thought that was the first meme, but I could be wrong. I, I had the one of Tim Tebow. And also, I used to date somebody who looked like Tim Tebow. And so a friend of mine told me that, and then I looked him up. So I think that's probably also why. Because I don't watch football. My boyfriend does, but... I don't really, when he talks about it, it's literally like, wah, wah, wah. And he like, I'll literally realize that I just, I can't, I cannot listen to one word. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, and what I hear is when he's talking about his fantasy football, then he's like, or or is whatever, he plays another thing where he can actually make money. And whenever he's like, yeah, I actually won like 150 bucks this week or something. I'm like, oh, wow, you know, good for you. That's cool. I I understand money. I work at a very high-end art gallery, and as such, my coworkers are all very sophisticated. Last year, our holiday party was at an upscale restaurant, and they served us tons of delicious fancy eats. Truffle fries, mushroom risotto, duck pate, that sort of thing. It's not often that I get such deluxe food for free, so I went really crazy on it, and I ate and drank far too much. But silly me, I forgot there was dancing afterwards, so I was forced to hit the floor on a massively full stomach. I was standing around a dancing semicircle with a couple of my higher-up co-workers when all of a sudden <laughs> I let out a huge, silent but deadly fart. <laughs> it was so... I thought she was throw up. <laughs> it was... Or shit herself. This is a different bodily function. Yeah, farting. Yeah, for once. It was so... Yeah, but I didn't hear anything about drinking in this story. So. Yeah. She ate and drank too much. Oh, okay. My bad. Let's see. It was so obvious that it was me, not only because I got all red in the face, but also because the smell was coming directly from my area of the circle. 
I didn't say anything, and they were all too well-bred to say anything either. Though they did it this sucks. kind of shift around and awkwardly oh, move away my God, from the so stench. <laughs> oh I couldn't my look, God. I couldn't look at them in the eye for days afterwards. I still oh. get embarrassed to this day just thinking about that. That sucks. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one where you think about it and your face just goes red no matter where you are, no matter how long it's like been. Instant numb, like ugh. ugh. Awful. Yeah. Okay. I sorry. (laughs) Every time I start one, I want to make sure it's like I it's not me. I was gonna say I've attended, but it's like this guy says. I've attended many holiday parties throughout my career, but one will always stand out. It was a very conservative bank in the late 80s, and the party planners pulled out all the stops. Lavish door prizes, a full-course meal, dancing, (laughs) and, of course, an open bar. One of the VPs, who was one of the most stern button-down guys I've ever met, got completely blitzed and started dancing wildly by himself, yelling and screaming, even doing backflips on the dance floor. Fortunately, he didn't hurt himself, but strangely, he resigned a couple months later. Jeez. Can you imagine? Just, it's like... No. It's just screaming and yelling and you're like nobody else is like participating. I mean, I guess I could imagine. <laughs> what, what? That would be embarrassing. Like... Oh, okay. But I was like, yes. this almost sounded like you did it. Before. No, no. Like, I guess I've I could never, imagine actually. I've never it... been obnoxious before uh, ever. Face. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, maybe, but not like that. Yeah. <laughs> At least I have. <laughs> Hope not. <laughs> yeah, I've never lost my inhibitions that much to do something. I mean, I have done dumb things. I mean, but... usually when I get like that, it's like I'm hyper and it's someone else is like hyper with me. Yeah, I'm probably sober when I do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. it's like 50 50 right. for me. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. This person says it's my second week at a finance company and it's our Christmas social. At 12 noon, we chinned off our annual AGM and went and had a pretty posh three-course meal, which included around ten bottles of wine between roughly twelve attendees. Over the course of the meal, wine, cocktails, pints, shots were all consumed, and we racked up a bill upwards of 3,500 pounds. Then we headed out to the bar, excuse me, then we headed out to bar after bar after bar after After bar. bar. (laughs) And by this point, Everyone is absolutely slaughtered. Now, such is finance that a few guys are pretty keen on cocaine. Some more so than others. One chap has 200 pounds worth and has been going steadily through it since 8 p.m. 200 pounds? Oh, she's no, 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 money. money. Okay, I was like, what? This would not be be real. I was like, this is not true. No, it's like probably $250 worth. Okay. I'm not I sure the exact like, translation between it, pounds and dollars. As soon dollars. as it came out of my mouth, I started to realize, okay. Because I was like, 200 pounds. He's go steadily going through it. Since like, eight pe- since Scarface. Like, <laughs> Jesus. He's steadily been going through it since 8 p.m. We get to 3 a.m. in the morning when I'm about to call it a day. And I find the same guy on the side of the... Find the same guy on the side of the street. Eyes rolled back into his head and not making much sense. 
He had called an ambulance for himself. Second one Probably tonight. Probably a good plan. He had called an ambulance for himself, which arrived and took him to the hospital. I'm having a stroke. Now, at this point, I don't even know my own name, but I had to ride along in the uh, ambulance with another co-worker to look after our, quote, friend. <laughs> that's un- hilarious. Quote, who both of us... You imagine just looking at the other person like, how the fuck did we get here? He says, in parentheses, who both of us have known for four weeks and two weeks... In two weeks, respectively. Why would you go? I'd be like, no. At this point, Tom shows me a picture of the three of them with, in the ambulance, which ended up in the Bristol Post Gallery depicting, quote, Mad Friday in the city center. The picture is me telling my friend not to resist the paramedics as he tried to get out of the stretcher numerous times <laughs> to their frustration. <laughs> oh, my God. In terms of Christmas party drama, that was pretty good. Of course, everyone yeah. at work found out, but the cover of... A spiked drink was never blown. Wow, really? Yeah. For office gossip, that's impressive. Right? I thought that was pretty crazy. Yeah, that's a good one. I, this is, uh, I just thought this was a little funny, uh, tidbit. Two days before my first work Christmas party, a memo came out saying, if you were arrested, the company would not bail you out of jail. (laughs) So, just... Wondering, you'd be like, why the fuck am I being warned of this? <laughs> so apparently a year before, several people were arrested for doing coke outside the Christmas party. <laughs> the CEO had to bail them all out of jail. That's good. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That so, like, is you pretty just funny. started working somewhere and you get this, like, if you get arrested, we're not bailing you out. Yeah. Like, why is this a warning? What happened? I'm excited to hear. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, this one says, I'm a public relations director, and every year, lots of my clients invite me to year-end holiday dinners to thank me for my hard work throughout the year. Last year, one of my most stylish brands invited me to a super fancy white tablecloth dinner, and I brought my junior assistant because she'd been a huge integral part of my success with this particular client. Well, she ended up getting so drunk on the free booze that she threw up on the table during dinner. It was completely mortifying. We all scrambled to clean it up, but the damage was done. My client was visibly disturbed, obviously, (laughs) but was professional about it and simply asked that my assistant be taken home immediately. The next day, I called my hungover assistant into my office and told her that her behavior was unacceptable. Not only made her look bad, it made me look bad, too. I didn't fire her, though, because she'd been so professional leading up to the dinner, but I did have her send a handwritten apology note to my client. I included one on my behalf, too. Luckily, my client didn't drop us, though this year, we only got invited to a midday luncheon and they served us iced tea. (laughs) So a little bit of a, yeah, just a little bit of a step down. Wow. That was embarrassing. Yeah. For, like... Well, for both of them, but, like, being... Even the one that didn't throw up. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. Yeah. That would be... That makes them both look bad. That sucks. Definitely. All right. Here's one of your favorite... Uh, This actually happened to a friend of mine. I'll call him Will. So, Will went to the pub with some of our other friends on Christmas Eve. He got really drunk and missed the last train home, which would have been fine, except the pub was in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Will ended up having to go home with with our other friend Mike and spend Christmas morning with Mike's family. <laughs> uh, 
There were no trains, obviously, on Christmas Day, so Mike's dad had to drive Will home again, which was a two-hour round trip. Oh, jeez. Christmas ruined for two families. Impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Double whammy. Those were one drunk night. (laughs) Jeez. Man, and what way to feel like a, you know, just... In the way, like... Well, and the guys were probably, like, so hungover. You know, whenever you're, like... For when it was drunk the night before and then hungover, it's like you just almost can't care. You're just like, ah, oh, just get me home. Yeah. And it's like... It's like... Sorry, it's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks that the other guy's dad had to drive him home. Yeah. You think he'd, like, yeah, that's make what I'm your saying. parents come pick you up. Right. Maybe they just wanted him out that badly. It's like, nope, we'll give you you a ride home. It's cool. He's like, hey, you know what? Get out of my house. I gotcha. Just don't speak on the ride home. (laughs) Oh, man, that just made me think of the song. Don't speak. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's always, they're always coming up with songs. What was in the first episode you had one? Oh, no, that was the Coyote Ugly thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got... We went 20 minutes over our karaoke room's reservation. They'd cut off the music. My boss, totally drunk, started rapping into the still-on microphone about everyone on our team at work. This kind of sounds like Michael from The Office. (laughs) A karaoke bar employee chased him around for several minutes, trying to wrestle the mic from him while he continued his freestyle rap, cataloging everybody's (laughs) role on the team. That'd be hilarious. (laughs) Oh, man, that is definitely the Michael Scott of The Office. That would be so enjoyable. (laughs) Seriously. Especially especially if you're wasted watching it. Like, oh. Exactly. That's great. Um, Okay, these are some short ones. All right, Christmas Eve has always been a big deal on my mom's side of the family, and we've all celebrated it together since 1986, with everyone taking turns each year on who is going to have it at their house. I know these aren't short ones, sorry. My mom's eldest sister decided it was her turn to host this shit show. My (laughs) mom has the most disorganized family on the planet Earth. And stick to all of us, roughly 45 people in her basement. My dad and I usually become wallflowers, watching (laughs) what shenanigans happen, and a few did happen that night. One, my brother was forced to play Santa Claus by my aunt, for her grandchildren. When he initially <laughs> refused, she accused him of being the ruin of these children's Christmas. Oh my god. And she was not quiet about it. He eventually gave in, which produced this lovely photograph, which I can't show. My Two, my cousin's wife, who is the size of a Cornish pixie, got profusely drunk and got into a very loud, loud argument with my aunt because she wanted to hold a baby while wasted in five and a half inch heels. Oh, God. There was more both at Christmas Eve as well as past years. I'm so happy nobody wanted to host it this year and we're all doing our own thing. <laughs> Those people can mean nothing but a migraine. Oh, yikes. Yeah, I can, I can tell. Yeah, my family always is just kind of like, when we go places, it's just kind of chaotic, but it's like, it's just kind of, uh, and it's just all confusing about where everybody, we basically, where nobody knows where to sit, we all have to switch places a thousand times, and 
Oh, uh, yeah, the, the music's too loud. The it's too cheers. cold. It's yeah. like <laughs> nobody's happy. Yeah, and yep. it takes us forever to sit down, and everybody stands in everybody's way, like <laughs> in the rest of the restaurant. Like we're the only people there. It's, uh, but this is in public. I don't know. It, whenever it's at people's houses, it's fair, it goes fairly smoothly. Get us all on vacation and add booze, and it's a different story. But <laughs> vacation. <laughs> I'd like to take a Christmas vacation. Um, I'm actually going to Florida in February for a wedding. That's exciting. Yeah, I, um, now that I don't drink or anything, it's, uh, I'm, I don't know. I'd normally probably try to make it a big, long vacation and whatnot. I don't know. But, um, it's actually going to be my first wedding sober, so. Uh, but it's a, it's a Sunday brunch wedding, so it's actually going to be, I don't know, I mean, that's pretty I don't think anyone's gonna be getting wasted so we're actually just gonna go out there we're gonna leave like super early Saturday like before the sun comes up you know kind of flight oh I and love then, those yeah spend the whole day in Florida on Saturday and then Sunday go to the wedding spend the rest of Sunday there and then take a late flight home and then we're both gonna be off Monday and then back to work yeah, so that it'll be short, really... but it'll be nice because we'll have some warm weather in the that winter. So so lovely. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I never really take the, like, fun, you know, I honestly, like, if I, whatever money I would spend to go on vacation, I know I could be putting towards other things, so I never go on vacation. So this is kind of one where, I mean, it's my cousin who I grew up with, and of course I'm going to go. So it's like, yeah. it's like, you know, I, I can, it's a nice, I'm definitely taking advantage of it as a little vacation, but it's like. I'm telling myself that I have to, so it's not like I'm spending money yeah. that I shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> and my dad's paying for my hotel room, so that helps. That is awesome. Because I was going to do an Airbnb, and he said if I stayed at the hotel with the rest of the family, because he wants me to be there, Aww. he'll pay. So I was like, okay, bet. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, All right, I've got another one. Okay. <laughs> another I one. i got a bunch, so we'll just keep going back and forth. It wasn't me, but a friend of mine (laughs) pre-gamed for our company holiday party. By the time we got there, she could barely stand. My husband and I were standing with her trying to keep her up when she grabbed a handful of peel-and-eat shrimp, Mm -hmm. shoved a couple in her mouth without peeling, and made a face. My husband gestured toward her to try and help, and she spit the glob of unpeeled shrimp in his hand. Gross. I know. I was gonna say I, I realized that I was just making a face and everything. <laughs> like yeah. eating the wait. So did she get the shells down? Because no, like, she that would, spit it all out. Because that would really hurt coming hands. back out the other end. Ouch! You ever had a popcorn kernel? No, <laughs> come I don't out really... just the wrong way. No, I don't eat popcorn. Only happened really. once. But oh. it hurt, and I can only imagine. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad that I've never had to experience that. <laughs> All right. Um, I got a drunk grandma. Oh, boy. My family visited my grandparents, and together we met my aunt, uncles, and cousins. It was kind of a wine party where the adults would choose a bottle of wine and some cheese with it. My grandpa wasn't allowed to drink back then because of his medicine, but my grandma bought a full bottle of 1873-whatever and had a little too much since he wouldn't drink. She told me later she felt sick and wants to go home. I, I wouldn't only call her dizzy. She was pretty damn drunk, actually. 
lady of 80 years old. When my grandpa drove her back home, she even fell down in the grass of their garden and couldn't stand up. I felt terrible for being amused. <laughs> uh, it is like you want to laugh and then you think of this old lady just falling down in the front yard, but it's kind of, it's funny. Aww. My great grandma always was drinking at our family events. I, I was pretty young then, but I just remember like thinking it was so funny because she was so old and I just thought, I don't know when I was, when you're young, you think old people like don't. Do anything. <laughs> Watching her get kind of drunk was pretty funny. Anytime right. you see, I don't know, family members drunk are great. I don't I've know why. Got... Especially if you don't see them very often. I've got two more. And then I've got my uh, my nominee. Well, I'll just tell some then. I've got several. A lot of them are short, so when you're done, I'll just... Okay. Alright, so... This happened to my sister's boyfriend. Let's call him Dean. On Christmas Eve many years ago, Dean drank an entire case of beer that afternoon and passed out. We didn't know he drank the beer and thought he was just napping. My sister... <laughs> is he hiding it? I don't know. I guess so. My sister forced him to get up, and we took separate cars to a Christmas Eve party. I guess they found out. My dad had Dean ride with him. He was not too keen on Dean's decision to get hammered and let <laughs> Dean know. This prompted Dean to become an angry drunk oh, and jump fuck. out of a moving car. Blood everywhere. Oh my god. The cops and an ambulance came. That just sounds like a for real disaster. Chaos ensued. Dean was care flighted to a city an hour away. And that's how I ended up at the ER at 2 a.m. on Christmas Eve. Oh my god. He ended up having minor injuries, so don't feel too bad for the guy. Luckily, my sister is no longer with him and is instead happily married say. now to a great guy. Yeah. I was gonna say, that guy sounds like a shit show. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Like, well, that's not something that's just like, oops, I accidentally drank a little bit too much and don't drink very often. It's like, Oops, no. I accidentally drank a little bit too much and yeah. got upset when you told me so and jumped out of a moving car. Right. Hey, thanks. Now you're all in the hospital yeah, because I'm like, a dick. That's I not just your a one-off. That's like, that guy's done things, like, before. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Um, she probably dodged a bullet there. Probably. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I would say definitely. Definitely dodged a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> I got another one about ruining the Christmas pudding. <laughs> I don't know why I say it like that. It seems like... I don't know. Is that a thing? It seems like an English thing. <laughs> I've never... We don't do Christmas pudding. All right. I wouldn't say ruined Christmas per se, but every year my mom makes about eight Christmas puddings from scratch, spending time putting them together and steaming them properly and everything. Anyway, Christmas Day comes around and she takes the one... She's made for the family and does the traditional thing of pouring brandy onto it and lighting it, only it doesn't light. Huh. So my mom tries a bit more, still nothing, and uh -oh. a bit more, nothing. Uh -oh. Turns out my sister had drunk all the brandy and filled the empty bottle back up with water. So my <laughs> mom was basically just pouring increasingly levels of, levels of water onto the Christmas pudding she'd spent hours making. Oh, no. Into the Christmas pudding. That's awful. <laughs> what an ass. I have another one somewhere for a different episode. Just a normal one. I've got another one. Replacing some liquor with something and something <laughs> tragic happens. I've got well. another one that's like just like a shit show. Okay. Well, that's Complete all we're looking shit for. Show. Once we did a holiday party with a social media company. They were fine at the start. Just 
like a usual party where people are still still a bit awkward and too sober. Then as soon as it hit around 11 p.m., that's when they all went mental. Uh, and it that's wasn't... the gremlin hour. <laughs> and it wasn't just them. That's when I get the fuck out now that I don't drink. Sorry. And it wasn't just them. People from the company that organized the party with us and worked the event as the cloakroom staff were caught shortly after it began doing coke in the bathroom. One of our bartenders started talking to someone from the party, just asking how her night was going. But one of the organizers came up and told him not to speak to anyone at the party. After that, a guy at the bar stripped and got his dick out at one of our female staff members. Then he started doing the windmill with his very limp dick. Oh my god. That's when we started chucking people out. We ended up rewriting our terms and conditions because of those guys. Oh my god. You shouldn't have to. I know. I just realized that a lot of these have been super PG. That was the first one. When you said dick, it like almost shocked me because I was like, oh yeah. This has been really, and also there hasn't been a lot of bodily functions. This hasn't been a gross one. It's been pretty, well, it's Christmas. And actually, I do have one more. It's Christmas, so we are, let's just keep it a little bit tame. I don't know. We didn't mean to, but... I have, I mean, if you want to save yours for after that. Yeah, no, go ahead. I was just saying, I actually, I I found one more that I did have. All right, well, I've got one. Um, We were at the new guy's house for the Christmas party because that was the tradition for some reason. He had a split-level house, and someone thought it would be a good idea to try to swing from the balcony onto (laughs) the table in the living room. It was a bad idea. Someone (laughs) broke the table and half the balcony fell off. Then we found out, or we then found out that it was, in fact, his mother's house. We were just, he would, they were just out for the weekend. (laughs) That is so funny. So they. Sorry, mom. Yeah, I was actually just thinking as I was reading it, I was like, well, what if the person doesn't have a house or like doesn't have like a place he'd want to have a party? And then I was thinking that guy was probably wanting to be able to. Be able to accommodate, and yeah. then like so he just was like, "I'll just pretend this is my house." I guess yeah. that's a terrible idea. I've had so many things happen at my dad's house. Like people would steal the weirdest things. That was how my dad would always find out somehow. Because like one time his shoes went went missing, and what? they were like he wears like a huge like my dad's really tall, so like his like shoe size is huge, and they just were gone. <laughs> And then, like, another time one of our pool balls went missing. Um, I don't know. Just random stuff. I think there were, I don't know. I'm sure there were other things I just can't think of. But, like, for some reason somebody would always fucking steal something. And there's always something so stupid. And it's like, come on, man. (laughs) You've gotten away with it. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Alright. I've got one. When I worked at a bar in, I'm gonna butcher this, Leicester? Leicester something. We hosted a party for the office of a big high street clothing (laughs) chain. So all in all, about 80 people. We cooked them a three course meal. Oh, so this is, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. This is from the bar's point of view of hosting a Christmas party. We cooked them a three course meal, but most of them refused to eat because they wanted to get as pissed as quickly as possible (laughs) on the free bar tab. They did just that, and before 9 p.m., they were dancing on tables, throwing food around, and sexually excuse me, sexually harassing the staff. This went on for a while until one woman... Sounds like my kind of party. 
This went on for a while until one woman fell down the concrete stairs and cracked her head open. Oh my god. All of her other co-workers ignored her. Uh, and when that's we how tr- people die. When King we... equals death. How many times <laughs> do I have to say it? <laughs> and when we tried to get them to move to let the ambulance staff through, they shouted at us for <laughs> ruining their fun because it was, quote, the only time they got to let loose, end quote. Oh my god. They continued to party as soon as all the blood yeah, was cleared up. Yeah, fuck the lady who's bleeding to death. <laughs> they, they continued to party as soon as all the blood was cleared up, but not one person lasted past midnight. Oh. Yeah. That's when you know it's a good party. And horrible co-workers. Blood, somebody died. <laughs> I mean, almost died. I didn't even say that. They're, they're, they're bleeding red. It's the Christmas spirit. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're in the holiday yeah. spirit for sure. Look at them. Their blood is even festive. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've got some drunk family member again. I love them. Okay. My mom cooked Christmas dinner and had a few drinks while doing so. When we got around to eating, she was a bit pissed. And I'm thinking that means drunk because I'm pretty sure this is a England, English, British, yeah. I don't know. At one point, she started going on and on about how much she loves Star Trek, which is a show she has never watched. <laughs> my conversation turned to family heirlooms and things like that, at which point my sister said she would be thrilled with anything except the ugly chicken-shaped egg holder, which was my great-grandmother's, which my mom promptly got out to show everyone. Cue some smart-ass making the joke. It was all good fun until Miss F got her cock out. As everyone laughed, my mom tried to rescue the situation by turning to my sister and pleading, I used to hate it too, but when you grow up, you will learn to love it. This came right after the word cock. Dinner, <laughs> dinner had to be abandoned due You're to the chaos. You're going to learn to love the cock. <laughs> I used to hate it too, but when you grow up, you'll learn to love it. Dinner had to be abandoned due to the chaos, and my mom had to be put to bed. <laughs> Awful. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Alright, I've got a I've got a short one of someone just okay. making a bad decision. Okay. So we were all playing sort of, you know, a charades game at the holiday party and, you know, had a had quite a few drinks when one of my coworkers got the word nut. Instead <laughs> of pretending to be a squirrel or something, you know, simple she pretended to perform fellatio in front of three of our bosses. <laughs> they were good sports about it and everyone laughed. But yikes, nonetheless. I could have taken that a totally different way. But, you know, whatever oh. works. Whatever works. Jeez. Like, yeah, there are, like, so many other ways you could have gone about that. Like, nut and bolt somehow. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. There was one that I'd found somewhere about, um, I don't know where it went. I think they had their holiday party on, like, a, a booze cruise. And, like, ended up catching, like, one of their bosses giving a blowjob to one of their other bosses. Oh, my God. And, like... I don't know what happened to the story, but it was crazy, oh, no. and it was like, well, maybe that was awkward. Maybe you'll find it randomly. Yeah. I doubt <laughs> it. I don't, I don't think I saved it. I think I just read it, and I was like, what? And then, for some reason, didn't save it. Okay. I'll go. 
as a teenager, I tended to go out and get beard up on Christmas Eve with my mates. One year, about 20 years ago, I staggered home about 1 a.m., locked the doors, and passed out. At around 9 a.m. on Christmas morning, I was rudely awakened by the phone ringing. No other lazy fucker in the house could be bothered to get it, so I stormed to the phone and yelled, Fucking what? through my massive hangover. <laughs> to my surprise, it was my mom asking sweetly if I could let them in now. Oh. It turned out I had locked my mom, sister, and brother out, and after repeatedly ringing the doorbell, phoning and banging on the window, they'd had to camp out on the neighbor's floor. <laughs> So they left oh it all night God. long. They slept on the neighbor's floor. Good job. <laughs> I'm going to call you Stan. Good job, Stan. <laughs> that was quite a blackout. Or quite a sleep he had. Quite a fail. Yeah. We were in I would be so pissed. Yeah, for sure. They seemed to take it quite well. He said she was sweet on the phone. That's... If he answered and it was me, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. open the fucking door right fucking now. Like, yeah. You are not getting any of your presents. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Alright, I've got, I don't think, I think you're out, aren't you? Yeah, I don't, I don't okay. have any more. Well, I have I've got one some more, short ones. But, you know. Um, it's funny because this was the answer to, um, their, like, you know, their, uh, craziest family gathering. Mm-hmm. And this guy said, I don't know, I'm always... That drunk guy who drinks too much and blacks out. I am no longer allowed at family gatherings. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I just like that answer. That's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I just really like that. Yeah. Except for he's probably a really sad person, so. Aww. I know. Well. Um, all right, here we go. Another one. I had my interview for my current job the day after the office party. Not a good idea. The whole office smelled of tequila. <laughs> Two-thirds of my office didn't make it in, and those that did interview me thought I was already hired and were training me. <laughs> Suffice to say, I took the job. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't yeah. even have to interview. <laughs> that yeah, worked that's out. That's nice. Worked out well. Alright, we got just a couple more. And then we're going to be doing our... Uh, from now on, we're going to have a candidate. story that candidate is a for candidate for a rehab. Yeah, each week we're going to do one that we think a candidate, a rehab candidate, so... I said candidate like seven times. I'm starting to get tired. <laughs> that is just a really exhausting word. Right. It, it, I guess, yeah. Um, it makes me think of politics. It really does. <laughs> well, it's okay. This is a very apolitical show. Yes, it is. We're not ever getting into it. Nope. Because I don't care. All nope. right. So, here's I had just started seeing a coworker only a few months before our holiday party. Before we were quote unquote official, I found out he made out with another one of our coworkers. When she showed up to the party with her and another coworker, I was livid. He claimed he didn't know she was riding in the Uber with them. Oh, when he showed up to the party with her and another coworker, I was livid. Yeah, so he showed up with the girl he made out with. He claimed he didn't know she was riding in the Uber with them. Add an open bar and things just continue to get worse. One of the activities at the party was an interactive green screen that took your photo and then you could edit the photo on a different screen. After drinking too much, I ran over to the interactive photo booth, snapped a photo, flipping the bird, and then wrote F love in big digital letters. I'm wondering if she wrote fuck love. Yeah, and just I'm thinking write... so. I hope so. 
Um, of course, it was caught on camera and spread quickly over the weekend. I somehow was lucky enough not to lose my job as an HR coordinator. <laughs> Safe to say I didn't last long in human resources. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, she didn't. I could have put that under classy broads. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have that this time. Um, I have one that's another not drunk, but more... Um, drugs, drug related. A place that I worked at about eight years ago had a huge party. One of the managers brought brownies and the director of operations, let's call him Jack, was the first to try them as we were setting up the food table. About half an hour later, which I call bullshit because it takes longer than that for an edible to hit you, but whatever. About half an hour later, as we were finishing up, Jack starts giggling and talking about how tall he feels. The guy who brought the brownies grabbed the wrong plate as he left the house and accidentally brought <laughs> pot brownies. Needless to say, we gathered as many of the stoners as we could to clear the plate before anyone else got to them and tried to keep Jack away from other management. <laughs> well, those are those are nice coworkers. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the potheads, a lot of them, apparently. I actually, one time, um, we were having a garage sale, and my grandma grandpa decided to come over and, um, I had been making, I had a whole bunch of pot oil I had made and it was from some really good trimmings from some really good weed. And I cooked it down in a crock pot for 12 hours and I used to do this and it was like, I mean, it was so dark. It was like, you know, it'd be like, I mean, yeah. it was really potent. And so I used to make popcorn with it and I called it pot corn. It's very cute. Okay. <laughs> And it was actually green. Like, the popcorn would be green, and it would kind of taste like weed a little bit. It was really good. Like, you barely even needed to, like, flavor it. Like, it's, it didn't... And it's not like... Even if you didn't like the taste of weed, you'd still like it. It had this, like, really good, salt, sweet... Like, I don't know. So, anyway, I made a big <laughs> thing of it. And this was before my grandma and grandpa had gotten there. I was helping with the garage oh, sale. Oh, God. Yeah, I was helping with the garage sale and stuff. So, I had been, like, there all day. And then I decided to make this popcorn. And I was sitting out at this table. And I was eating some and just chilling. Because I think we were, like, maybe done working. I don't know. And I got up to go do something. I leave. And I come back. And there's my grandma sitting at the table just <laughs> munching it all down. Like, oh, eating. Oh, God. And like, no, uh, Grandma. I know. I just sat there and let her eat it. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, that's so funny. Um, I don't really recall, like noticing anything I, I don't even think they don't usually stick around very long so i drive <laughs> but it's like i'm not sure if Do there were any effects on the, on the ride home i don't <laughs> they know they probably man. had the most interesting conversation yeah, maybe she just got really tired i don't know but oh, yeah man, i would like to think that they just had a really funny conversation. i know right i haven't felt this way since the 60s <laughs> right no she does definitely seem like she was a hippie she's still got really long like gray hair you know and That's she's awesome. real like she wears bell bottoms and stuff yeah. <laughs> she still That's awesome. she's like young. ooh, yeah that jamie she, she might even some smoke good shit. <laughs> she might even smoke weed she might have known she like took a bite and was like mm-hmm i don't know i would like to think so right i don't know if she's that cool but oh maybe. that makes me happy yeah um okay let's that's see that's funny as shit so i only have um this thing i just have like a little list it's sort of like a really stereotypical like your family members uh on the holidays, as in, like, you know, mom, dad, brother, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and read it down. So here's, they say, mom on Christmas. 
Um, what would your family do without dear mom diffusing all the arguments that arise every family party? Though you may think she is the master at maintaining peace, don't be fooled. You can find your mom chugging wine straight from the bottle in the kitchen in between political riffs. <laughs> Which would would be me if I were a drinker. Especially if the family... I hate when family gets into politics. Political. It's like, God, shut me up. Too. Like Actually, one time, I remember my very quiet great-grandma, like... Um, would always argue with my dad. Like she was, I forget. I think she's very Republican. I mean, she is old as fuck. Like I mean, really fucking old, dude. Like can barely even hear nobody. She would only talk to my dad, and they'd sit across the table from each other and all just bicker night long. And my dad it's would have so... to talk really oh. loud because she couldn't hear. So here's my dad's big booming voice, just like so cringy. Oh my god, it was kind of funny, like the stuff she would say, because she had some really good, like one-liners, you know. And she would always say, well, "Whenever you grow up, you know," because he's still young to her. <laughs> but anyway, my grandma once told her, finally said, "You guys are gonna have politics talk. You go next door," because it was a duplex, and the the my great grandma lived next door, so yeah. they had to end up ever. Then they had to start going over to her house. <laughs> Because nobody else wanted to fucking hear it. Ugh. Right. Yeah, now, the dad. Your dad married into this family 30 years ago. He knows what he needs to do to survive the holidays. <laughs> Stay quiet, drink some beers, and pray that Sports Center is finding something he can at least pretend to watch. Your siblings. You grew up going to these family parties together. At this point, you guys are pros at dealing with them together. Sometime around 8 o'clock, you two will share a wordless look at each other from across the table. After you'd know to meet in the kitchen in 10 minutes to chug the fire whiskey nips that you guys snuck in. At least you have one person who's on the same page as you. <laughs> I feel like that's always my uncle and or his whatever girlfriend he's brought. <laughs> Alright, your judgy Aunt Debbie. If you need someone to diminish the confidence you've spent years building up in less than five minutes, look new, no further than your Aunt Debbie. She'll bombard you with comments like, don't worry, there's someone out there for everybody. <laughs> and God. English, what an impractical major. However, after a few glasses of your mom's fabulous win white winter sangria, she'll be complaining about her ex-husband and divorce faster than you can say Felice Navidad. <laughs> oh, it is Navidad. I thought it was supposed to be a play on words. Uh. <laughs> Your midlife crisis, Uncle John. Uncle John just had the realization that he's not getting any younger, so his middle-aged self went on a spending spree and got a new car, hair plugs, and more expensive whiskey than he could ever care for. Unfortun unfortunately, now he's stuck drinking it for at least the next five family parties. Make, sh make sure to pick him up off the floor later in the night and place him next to your dad on the couch. <laughs> your drunk political cousins. One side of the arena is Jared, your bitter finance majoring cousin who doubles as treasury for his fraternity. And on the other, you have Susan, president of the Young Liberals Club at, at Wellesley and proud environmental advocate on Twitter. After some sangria, these two will go at it viciously and make everyone at the table feel uncomfortable with their shoutings of <laughs> feminazi and bigot. Your cousin's boyfriend that she brought home for the first time. <laughs> There's nothing that can quite prepare your cousin and her boyfriend for the hell that they'll surely receive at this family party. If it's not your Aunt Debbie telling them that marriage is a huge mistake, then it's your uncle making drunken inappropriate jokes about their sex life. Oh if your family hasn't scared them off at the end of the night, I can guarantee you that is because they're hammered. 
These guys are your only allies. Stick with them for the night. And then there's the ones who married into the family. You can find these guys silently watching from the corners of the dining room with some craft beers in hand, hoping they will continue to be ignored. Unlike you, they choose to become a part of this family, for better or worse. During holiday parties, it's definitely for worse. <laughs> then you've got snoozing grandpa. After, <laughs> after one drop of red wine paired with dinner, this guy will be long gone. I expect to find him snoozing loudly on the couch next to your <laughs> next to your sport watching dad and whiskey drinking uncle. <laughs> so true. The one sober family member. Alternate names include Buzz Killington, the square, Mr. Normal, the worst. That's going to be me. <laughs> nah. Yeah, but I'm not a square. No, yeah, no, you're <clears throat> It's okay. Find me and I'll be the one smoking joints in the backyard. All right. Anyway, the sober person. We can make fun of all different types of drunks all we want, but the person we secretly hate the most is the one sober family member there. Whether it's Aunt Sharon, who's on a health kick, or your third trimester pregnant cousin, who's ate the entire chocolate cake, you'd rather stick with your crazy drunk relatives than deal with anyone sober. That is what I was afraid of with holidays. Uh, doing them sober, and actually, I will tell you, it was a lot less stressful being sober at them. I don't know why. But anyway... That is very obviously just uh, generalization, but oh, yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was good. So we're going to do our rehab candidates. Uh, Robin, who's going to rehab this week? All right, my candidate. It was my first Christmas party as an actual lawyer for a huge firm. But I was really new and junior, so keen not to embarrass myself. It was a free bar, and I managed to not get too hammered, though my boss did. So the boss is the candidate. Okay. She got <laughs> so drunk, she was running around pinching people, and it got to the stage where the big dogs told me to take her home. So that's bad when your boss's boss and boss's 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 boss it's are like, take, you. Her, take your boss home. Right? Get her drunk ass out of here. Uh-huh. When I asked her where her home was, she wouldn't tell me because she wanted to go to mine and sleep with me. After 20 <laughs> minutes, with an increasingly angry taxi driver waiting, I agreed to take her to mine and that she'd sleep in the sofa bed. She tried to kiss me and I backed away. Oh my god. <laughs> and then she vomited all over the taxi and my hired suit. I had to pay a hundred pounds in damages. Then when I got home, I held her hair back as she vomited into the bath. I tucked her in, really worried as to how embarrassed she'd be the next day, which is really sweet. Yeah. The next morning, I woke up and she was gone. But she had shat herself on the sofa bed. What? What? She shat herself. Oh, I thought you said she shot herself. I was like, Jesus, Robin. No, shat. She shat herself. Shit. Fuck. Shit farted. She oh shit God. farted <laughs> on the sofa bed. Sharted. <laughs> shit farted. I shat. swear to God, she I'm like, herself. Jesus, that did not seem like a story you would tell. She, she shat herself. <laughs> she was like, this is that. This I'm, is it. I'm sorry. My allergies are acting up really, really like, badly right now. That night was so bad. She did not shoot herself. She shat herself. She couldn't live with herself. Anymore. When I got into work, she had moved to offices on a different floor. Wow. And this person says, if I see her again, I'll die. Wow. <laughs> that's my, uh, the boss is, uh, yeah, no, she's, she's my candidate yeah, for, uh, rehab. This is a good one. 
All right, here's my... One Christmas Eve, I decided to get extremely drunk in the day. Stupid idea, really. <laughs> that's your first clue. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. I, um, I was due back at my parents' house that afternoon because, you know, it's Christmas and that's what a good son is supposed to do. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am a bad son, and so Dooley <laughs> had just enough beers to make sure that when I got on the train home, I fell asleep on it and went all the way to Gatwick, Oops. which is... Resolutely not where I live. Oh, yeah, and my phone had run out of battery, so nobody could call me. They could call the British Transport Police, though, which they did because everyone thought I was dead. I was, oh, no. <laughs> I was not, of course, but I was most definitely deserved to be. I was eventually picked up by my understandably ticked-off father hours, oh, so many hours later, on a dark road that had... He had been driving up and down looking for me all night. I absolutely oh, shattered my parents' expectations of me being a fully functioning, responsible adult capable <laughs> of adhering to simple instructions. Merry Christmas, he says. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's great. He did a fantastic I job. Definitely, I can adult so well. Look at me fail. <laughs> yeah, that guy definitely could use rehab. We're going to start the Jamie and Robin Institute. Some kind of rehab institute. Mental health institution. <laughs> no, a rehab. And so we'll find these people and we'll actually rehab we'll, and sponsor, we'll sponsor their uh, their time in rehab. <laughs> My nose is uh, bothering me so bad. I'm so sorry, guys, that I sound... It's okay. So... I'm actually... I'm surprised I don't sound bad. I was really... I woke up super sick on Wednesday or Tuesday. I don't even know. It doesn't matter. But I had actually been having a relapse dream, which is common in the months, like, after... I don't know. It can start at any time. But I um, I had a dream that I had, been, you know, gotten drunk or whatever. But anyway, I, like, just... I guess I, I fell asleep early that night and didn't set an alarm. And then I just, like, I wake up, and I'm like, no way is it not, like, past, you know what I mean? You, you know when you can tell, you know, that you overslept or whatever. And it was actually, like, I had, like, ten minutes to leave the house, so I still, like, had time. But um, anyway, I wake up from this relapse dream, and I'm still half asleep. And those are actually kind of traumatic. You Like, they feel yeah. real, you know? And I have a pounding headache. I feel like shit. And I actually, like, for a minute, I'm thinking, like, that I'm hungover. And then I realized that I'm not. And then I'm in such a hurry. And then all of a sudden, I'm driving to work. And I'm like, oh, I'm sick. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I'm sick. But, I mean, this headache was, like, it was one of those headaches where, like, you cough and it just hurts for, like, oh. seconds. Like, it actually, like, oh, it, like, actually just, like, so... hurt. And you just have to, like, squint your eyes and, like, cr like cringe like, and, like, wait for yes. it to go away. You can't turn your head too fast. Like, oh. And, um, but then I, I don't know, I'm not, I don't know, I'm feeling okay. I mean, I'm definitely congested and I've got a cough and I sound raspy and Oh, whatnot, yeah, no, I'm, but... I've got some serious allergies going on. Yeah, well, we're almost done, so. Um, yeah, so I guess, I hope you guys have a good holiday. Yeah, happy holidays. Yeah, and I hope if you have any good stories, because I'm sure you're going to get drunk, your family or somebody. It's a good drinking holiday. And... The next episode is going to be very exciting. It's going to yeah. be our New Year's episode. New Year's. Yeah, we will see you before New Year's. So yes. we'll have a New Year's episode. 
And uh, I'm sure it'll be. Uh, we've got a lot of good New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve stories. Oh, there's gonna be gr- worse. Dude, there's gonna be some good. Ones. It's one of the biggest drinking nights. Oh of, I yeah. Think. And yep. I think besides the night before Thanksgiving, isn't that one a big one? Yep. So uh, anyway, yeah. Happy holidays from right. us. Thank you guys. I see you next week. Bye.